following is presented by CrewRoundTable.com Podcast Network. Welcome to Illegal Touching with Captain Handsome, your guide to finding value, making picks, and getting paid. This is Illegal Touching with Captain Handsome. Hey everybody, it's time for another installment of my vanity project, Illegal Touching with Captain Handsome. Uh, first off, I'm going to apologize if my voice sounds like rubbish today. I am fighting a sinus infection, but because I love you guys and I love football so much, uh, I absolutely made sure to have this done by Friday. Um, so I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to try to go through it as quickly as possible because I feel like rubbish. Um, and I don't want to keep saying the word rubbish. Um, so first things first, um, our picks overall were eight and seven on the week. Not ideal, but not bad. Um, season wise, we're at 26 and 18, eight games over 500, which makes me very happy. Uh, betting wise, we had a poor week. Um, we were down 2.26 units, uh, started off really poorly when Baltimore crapped their pants in England. Uh, we barely escaped that Atlanta bet. Uh, that was, I mean, for a minute, we didn't think we escaped that Atlanta bet. Um, but we're really glad we did. Uh, Green Bay was an absolute stinker. Um, yeah, I mean, there was some value there when they were down a bunch to in-game bet them to win. Um, I don't like to make people gamble as crazily as I do, so I didn't tweet anything out. Um, I did put some money on them in-game to win, along with the Patriots, too, because... The Patriots have the ball and they're down and they can get and it's possible for them to get back in the game. Always live bet the Patriots if you can. Uh, Kansas City paid off for us, which was nice. Oakland didn't listen to me and absolutely were not paying any attention in that game. Um, all they were thinking about was this week in Denver, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and they were atrocious um, against Washington. Uh, we even lost our teaser because New England was so bad that <laughs> we uh, we didn't we didn't win that one either. So we. <clears throat> Pardon me, we were 2-4 and four on the uh, week, which uh, had us down 2.26 units. On the year, no, though uh, all still well, we're up uh, 7.06 units. Um, and those weeks happen, you know? Um, that's the way it's going to be. Uh, I didn't have a side last night, or else I would have tweeted it. I leaned Packers, and I picked them in my pools, uh, just because Glennon's still a starter in Chicago. Um, and he proved me right. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't wager anything on the game, um, simply because uh, the only thing I liked was I thought maybe the over would hit, um, which I think it did at the end, um, but I wasn't willing to gamble anything like that, so I didn't touch it. Uh, moving uh, on to this week, first game is the Saints versus Miami, my Miami Dolphins in England. Uh, Saints look good beating the Panthers on the road, um, which is not something that has been um, Drew Brees' forte in his career. Although in the last couple of years, he has been a be- they've been a better roadside than home side, um, which is crazy. Um, and now they get to face another team with an equally inept offense in the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins last week was an embarrassment. I mean, it's shameful. Uh, no one expected them to lose that game. Um, how many people <laughs> went out of their um, suicide pools with uh, taking Miami last week? Uh, last week was crazy for suicide pools. Um, so now most teams realize the Dolphins might be in trouble. Uh, if they can't get that offense moving against this terrible defense, they, they're probably in for a really long season. Uh, they do have a bunch of key injuries um, that, that, that are really starting to show. Uh, I noticed that Timmons was reinstated after that game, um, so we'll see what uh, what's going on with him and what shape he's in. 
Uh, they haven't shown anything yet. Um, the Saints looked good last week, like I said. Um, so we're taking the Saints. Three points isn't a lot uh, with their high-powered offense. Miami's defense hasn't shown really an ability to um, stop anybody. They they allowed chunk yardage against the Chargers. Um, they had sort of a bend but not break thing against the Chargers. And then last week they gave up way too many yards to a terrible Jets offense. So um, I see the Saints scoring a bunch of points, and um, I'm afraid this is going to be a blowout. I really hope it's not, um, but I'm afraid it's going to be a blowout. So we're, we're taking the Saints there minus the three. In the next game, we've got uh, Buffalo traveling to Atlanta. Atlanta's favored by seven and a half. Uh, the Bills beat the Broncos last week, and good for them. I mean, that's a big win for them. Um, but the way I see it, they were they were beating a team that was clearly looking ahead to this week. Um, the Broncos were looking at that Raiders game, uh, and the Bills took advantage of it. And again, good for them. The Falcons eked out a victory based on a really well-debated call. Um, I think it was the correct call, and not just because I had money on it. I think it was the right call. Uh, his knee looked down. There was I thought there was about nine seconds left when his knee touched. The ball hadn't touched the plane, so it's not a touchdown. Uh, based on the rule, it's a runoff. It's a shitty rule because the truth is they probably could have gotten back and snapped a ball off, and I would have preferred to have seen that, but based on the way that the game works, you, there's no way to say, all right, everybody get back at your position and, and be carrying the same momentum you were carrying at that time. It's just not possible. So the rule exists. It's a crappy rule. I feel bad for Lions fans and... Um, Anybody who you know was on the Lions side in that probably feels really ripped off, and I, I think they probably were really ripped off. Um, I, I still think the Bills are a bad team, and I don't think the Falcons are going to be looking ahead because they don't have anybody next week. They play Miami, so free win. Uh, <laughs> I'm really down on my Dolphins right now. I, I really hated last week. Uh, so I think the Falcons come in, and I think that they, they handle the Bills pretty aggressively. Um, I think they win that one decisively. And uh, so I'm taking Atlanta minus a lot of points. Uh, I'm also taking New England minus a lot of points. Everyone's snap call is going to be to fade the Pats after another subpar performance against the Texans. But I think maybe it's time that we understand that certain teams match up well against other teams. Uh, the Texans have played the Patriots tough, you know, the last few times they've played them. Um, and I, it's just the way that their systems match up. You know, Kansas City also always plays the Patriots tough. Kansas City can't ever beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh can't ever beat the Patriots. And the Patriots don't seem to be able to beat Kansas City. Um, it just always works out that Casey has to play the, the Steelers before they play the Patriots. Um, I would really like to see Kansas City and New England go toe-to-toe in the playoffs. Um, you know, now. You know, with the teams that they have right now. I would, I would, I really, I, I mean, for me, if, if that's the, the AFC, I mean... I really would like to see New England miss the playoffs, but I'm a realistic guy. And if that's the AFC Championship game, I'm really excited about that. Um, the Pats are fine. They're, they're a great team. They're still a great team. Um, and, and, and this is going to be another one of those ones where everyone's doubting them and doubting them. And then they come back and smash the crap out of the Panthers because the Pan- Panthers can't score. Um, and everyone, you know, okay, everything's back normal with the world again. Uh, Carolina's offense, is it's a tire fire. I really thought they were going to get it going last week. Um, and they did not. And so until that gets settled, I, I can't, you can't think of them as a legitimate, talented team. Um, so I, I'm taking New England and I'm given nine points because that's how confident I feel in the Patriots and how little I feel for the Panthers right now. Um, the next one is a battle of two really, really important teams in the NFL right now. Two teams that, you know, could be meeting for that AFC championship in Cincinnati and Cleveland. 
Uh, two 0-3 teams. Uh, they're both terrible. Um, since he looked a lot better last week. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they almost beat the Packers. But at the end of the day, they didn't. As far as I'm concerned, this game is like picking out which shitty prize you're going to get from your 41 tickets at Dave & Buster's. Um, I realize that's probably a regional joke, and if you don't know what Dave & Buster's is, it's one of those like places where you play games and win tickets and trade them in like a fair. Um, for their part, the Bengals looked better last week against the Packers, um, but they still crapped themselves. They allowed it to slip away. The Browns lost to the Colts like I told you they would. My issue here is with the line. Both teams are 0-3, and this line tells me that since he is six points better on a neutral field, I don't think so. I think Cleveland's a live dog here. I think they could win this game, um, and I'm certainly not willing to give points. So I'm taking Cleveland, but I'm not in love with this either way. It's going to be a terrible game that no one's going to watch. Moving ahead, uh, we're going to look at uh, Detroit visiting Minnesota. Minnesota is minus two, um, which, I mean, this has me really confused. Sam Bradford is confirmed out, and the Vikings are somehow still the favorite? Um, I'm assuming this is because Case Keenum completely avoided, uh, com- you know, soiling himself last week. Um, and yeah, he, he looked okay. Um, he did. Um, but let's remember his whole body of work. Let's remember week two where he was a tire fire. How the Vikings haven't reached out to Colin Kaepernick is, is beyond me. Now, I'm not going to go into the whole politics of it. I'm talking about as a football team. You're a contender with that defense. You've got solid receiving targets. You've got a much improved running game due to a, an offensive line that isn't, you know, a, a turnstile. And like, and you're letting Case Keenum start his third game now. This just reeks for Vikings fans. Um, you know, last year you you made a you know a commitment. You know, you're, you're Teddy Teddy. You know, went down and you went out right away and got Bradford. So when Bradford goes down, why don't you just sign the Back up and deuce. I don't know. It, it, it's beyond me. It's 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 troubling for me. I understand the political ramifications and yada yada yada. But if I'm a Vikings fan, I don't. I just want Al Davis. Just win, baby. That's all I want is to win. Um, ask any Patriots fan. They could care less that you think their teams are cheaters. They've got a whole handful of Super Bowls to to throw in your face and say, "Yep, sure, we'll take these though," and I would too, and so would you. Uh, so on the other hand, the Lions near, very nearly beat the Falcons, and a lot of people think they should have. Um, and the truth is, had he had Tate been called down on the quarter yard line instead of being ruled a TD, they might have had time to to get that playoff. Um, shitty rule may have stopped them from being three and zero. Knowing that they can compete with the the Falcons, I think it's going to spur them on. Though I think they're going to continue the very strong play. I think they're going to beat the Vikings outright. Uh, Stafford might be the best quarterback in the league right now, not named Rodgers or Brady. And I think the Lions win this outright. Uh, next, we're going to go Jacksonville at the Jets. Jacksonville's a three-point favorite. Uh, yeah, the Jets beat the Dolphins as a divisional home dog last week. But let's remember, they're still the Jets. I told you, I warned you, the Dolphins have a tendency to lose that game. And they did. The Dolphins were disgusting. Like I can't say enough bad things about how bad the Dolphins were last week. Um, I wish they hadn't scored that final touchdown. I wish they'd been shut out just to be embarrassed and feel what it feels like um, to just get smashed by a completely inferior team. And break the hearts of your fans like Captain Handsome. Uh, (laughs) uh, Jacksonville offense seems to be running better than the one in Miami. Um, Somehow with Blake Bortles. um, I mean, imagine they had an NFL caliber QB, how good that offense could be. 
Uh, their defense has been, I mean, Leonard Fournette's a huge part of that. Their defense has been um, eating bad offenses for dinner, which is what the Jets have. Uh, three points is a really small number to lay. I think you're, you're sitting pretty if you uh, you take Jacksonville there. Uh, moving forward, we got the LA Rams visiting Dallas. Dallas is a six-point favorite. I think the Rams are getting too much hype because they've beaten two really bad teams in the Colts and 49ers, uh, and they almost blew that game against the Niners. Washington um, had about 30 chances to blow them out, uh, but kept letting them back in the game. Otherwise, they would have beat them by a ton. Uh, Dallas is considerably better than Washington, and their offense seems to you know, started finding itself last week against Arizona. Um, I think they should easily be able to cover this number, which is inflated by a deceiving Rams record. Pittsburgh, uh, minus three, uh, visiting Baltimore is the next one. This one, obviously, um, it looks like both the Steelers and the Ravens were looking ahead to this one because neither of them showed up to play at all last week. Um, here's another example of a divisional road favorite, and I pretty much always tell you to avoid them. However, this isn't going to be one of those times. I believe the Steelers were looking ahead to this game, and I don't think they're going to lose this one. I don't think they're going to lose two in a row. And if I think they're going to win, I think that they can... I really believe that they can manhandle Baltimore. Uh, they're still finding themselves. Uh, but the Ravens... The Ravens have so many injury issues that they can't be considered a real contender. And Pittsburgh is a genuine contender in the AFC. Uh, I think they're going to win this handily. I just... I, I don't think Baltimore can stack up against the mighty, mighty teams with the number of players they've had go down. I still think Baltimore D Baltimore's D is pretty good, even though they didn't look at last weekend. Um, and I still think Baltimore is going to end up with a decent record. But I, I really think Pittsburgh needs to make a statement, and they're going to. They, you lose to Chicago, um, you, you know, because you're looking ahead to a, a divisional game. You got to show up big. So Pittsburgh, I think, is going to win this handily. Uh, moving to another game where there is a uh, divisional road favorite, um, Tennessee minus is the lines moved to minus two and a half at Houston. I believe this opened at one, which means there's a lot of action on Tennessee. And I'm going to tell you, I don't like Tennessee here. Um, I might be one of the few, and if the line's moving, it's likely the sharps that are moving it. Um, but I'm on the other side of this one. Uh, I, I'm pretty high on the Titans, and I think you, you've seen that. The only game where I that I, I didn't like them was was Oakland. Um, but I also think I'm pretty realistic about the Titans. Uh, they're better as a scrappy, under-the-radar type team. Giving two and a half points in a divisional game against a foe that has handled them well recently in the last couple of years, I think is tough. Um, I also think Houston, their offense is starting to round out a bit. I mean, I still don't think they're a good offensive team, but I think Watson is much, much, much better than Tom Savage. I mean, I think anybody who watches football knows that that's true. And their D can still be really good. Brian Cushing or not, their D can still be really, really good. Uh, we saw the game that Clowney had last week. They've traditionally handled divisional opponents well, which is why they seem to keep winning the division. And I don't think the Titans are the powerhouse that can come in and knock them out yet. Uh, I think the line should be a pick'em. I don't like where the line is. Even at minus one, I still probably would have taken Houston because I thought the line should have been a pick'em. Uh, so I think the only choice you have here is to take the Texans and, and get yourself some points at home uh, with the defending division champs. Uh, moving along, we're going to go the uh, New York Giants are visiting Tampa. Tampa is a three-point favorite, um, which is exactly sort of where I think they should be. I, I think these teams are sort of even. I mean, record-wise, they're obviously not. Um, but I think talent-wise, they are. 
Uh, the Giants' defense is obviously considerably better than Tampa Bay's defense. Tampa Bay's offense is obviously considerably better than the Giants' offense. The Giants have it in the intangibles, though. I mean, they, they've been there. They, they've got more guys who have, have done stuff. So um, I'm, I'm going to take the points here. I'm going to take the Giants. I don't think the Giants can start 0-4. I just I don't see that happening. Uh, and <clears throat> the Bucks kind of showed me last week. I really liked them. I, I, I really loved, you know, learning all the things I learned about Jameis, um, you know, watching Hard Knocks, and I, I re- really made me respect Winston a ton, and I really liked the way he handled things. Um, and I, so I was sort of high on the Bucks heading into the season, and after week one, I thought they were in good shape, and I, I really thought that they were going to do something to Minnesota, but they let Case Keenum walk all over them. Well, whatever you think about Eli Manning, you are aware he's better than Case Keenum. So, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, their offense showed a little bit last week, and I know that the Philly defense sort of, you know, fell apart and allowed them to do that, but I think they can build off that, right? I don't, I don't like the line because I think it's where I put it, so I'm going to take the points um, and a team that I think um, needs it more. Uh, now we have those Philadelphia Eagles who, whose defense sort of fell apart last week, and then, man, that 61-yard field goal was dirty. Uh, they're visiting the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are a one-point dog. I've seen this um, at one point. Be Philly was favored by one. It looks like the Chargers are favored by one now. Um, <clears throat> I think the Chargers could reasonably be 2-1 and one right now. And they definitely should have beaten Miami, and I think they should have at least brought the Broncos to OT, never mind that, that pick six that got dropped. So, I mean, realistically, they could be 2-1. and one. Philly's a decent team. Um, I don't see them as road warriors yet, um, especially after their defense fell apart against the punchless Giants. Uh, I think the Chargers need it, um, similar to the Giants game, so I, I think LA is going to win this, um, and therefore I'm taking the Chargers. Another divisional game, we have San Francisco at Arizona. Arizona's favored by six and a half. I don't love it because I think the line's about where it should be. There isn't a ton I love about the Niners. I think their defense was shredded pretty aggressively by the Rams last week. Uh, and the Cardinals' offense should be better than the Rams' offense, especially if O-lineman uh, DJ Humphreys and Mike Iapati are, are back. Um, I know they had some limited practice. A lot of people have been t- saying that they think they're both going to be back, um, and also John Brown should be back as well. Uh, and that makes this offense a lot more potent. I mean, there were a few moments in that Dallas game where Carson Palmer looked like Carson Palmer again, and if he's got his O-line healthy, or at least back together, they're not going to be fully healthy, and he's got John Brown back again. I mean, that's more weapons. I know he's still going to miss David Johnson, but that offense is going to be able to move the ball against a, a fairly porous San Francisco defense that really hasn't found their identity yet. I think they, like I said, I think they had some really good moments, and I think that, you know, I think the right choice here is to take them minus the points because I just haven't seen enough out of San Francisco yet. So I'm willing to give six and a half um, with a one win Arizona team um, to, uh, to beat San Francisco by at least a touchdown. And now the game I am most excited about this weekend, the game that everybody's been looking ahead to, including both of these teams last weekend, Oakland at Denver. Denver is a, opened as a three-point favorite, still a three-point favorite, um, and I'm super excited about this. I, I genuinely still believe the Raiders are, are the best team in the division. I don't care what anybody says about Casey, and I think Casey are good. They're better than I thought they were going to be this year. But I think the Raiders are the best team in the division, and I think this game is going to be their statement. They have the better quarterback, they've got a considerably better offense, and they're getting points. I know the Broncos' D is still very good, but they've lost pieces. And that showed against Buffalo, and, and yes, I agree that they were looking ahead, but they've lost some pieces. Oakland's going to be able to pound the ball. 
they're going to be able to use that offensive line, and they're going to be able to use Marshawn Lynch and, and pound the ball aggressively, running the ball, which takes away the strength of Denver's defense. And I think that Oakland's going to work to do that. They've got three backs who can all run. They've got three backs who they can use, and I think that they're smart enough to come up with a game plan. They're going to come in, and I think they're going to win this game outright. Um, so I'm going to take the Raiders and the points. Uh, then we have the least sexy Sunday nighter in the history of Sunday nighters. I thought the Sunday nighter was supposed to be a good game because we've got Indy at Seattle, and woof. Uh, I don't. I mean, maybe. I mean, even with Andrew Luck, do you think this is a sexy game? I don't, because Indy was never supposed to be a team this year. Uh, Seattle is giving thirteen points. Um, I don't think it's going to be pretty. And and the honest truth is, believe it or not, I'm willing to give almost two TDs, even with this Seattle team, because I believe the Colts have a legitimate shot of being shut out. Uh, their offense wasn't good already, and it now has to go up against one of the best units in the NFL. Um, and the way that it works, their running game's not great. And they're likely going to be behind, so they're going to have to rely on the passing game. Seattle has the best secondary in the NFL against a rookie quarterback who's really got one weapon. I really think that if, if, if there's a recipe for a team to get shut out, this is that recipe. Um, so, I mean, it's very realistic. Seattle only has to score 14 points to cover this one. And I thought that their offense started going a little bit last week, so I think that they've got a shot at really, you know, beating the crap out of Indy here. In the last game, the Monday Nighter, we've got Washington at Kansas City. Kansas City is a touchdown favorite. Washington's riding pretty high after beating the Raiders last week. Um, now raise your hand if you think the Skins can knock off two of the best teams of the AFC in two weeks. I can't see your hands, but I'm going to assume none of you have your hands up. And if you do have your hand up right now, I think it's best that you take all of your money out of your gambling accounts and give it to somebody else and ask them to hold on to it for you because you make poor decisions. Uh, the Chiefs are basically an unstoppable force right now. And like I said before, I still think Oakland's the better team. But momentum matters so much in the NFL, and Kansas City has all of it. I don't think the Skins have any chance of slowing them down. Uh, I know they beat Oakland. They, they beat a completely disinterested Oakland team last week. Uh, the week before, they barely hung on against the Rams, who are not a good football team. I think they're going to get the crap beaten out of them. I think that they're riding a bit high on a two-game winning streak. I think, realistically, this line should be somewhere around 10 because that's how much better I think. I think Kansas City's a touchdown better than them on a neutral field. Um, and even if it was 10, I, I would probably still consider taking Kansas City. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to because I can get them at 7. <laughs> uh, and this one will definitely make my card. So uh, they're not going to come in looking, you know, they're not going to be looking ahead because they play the Texans next week. Um, they're going to be ready for this game. Their offense is on fire. Ride that hot hand until Kansas City, you know, has a speed bump. Because they will eventually, but ride it while they're hot and take Kansas City. Uh, so let's talk about the bets we're going to play this week. I have seven plays this week, um, and I'm just going to go right through them. Um, I've got the Detroit money line for one unit. Um, it's currently at plus 110, and I, I genuinely think they're going to win that game. Uh, I have Pittsburgh minus three. It's currently at minus 105, and I'm, and I'm playing that for two units. I really genuinely can't possibly see Pittsburgh losing two games in a row. I think they were looking ahead to this game, and I think they're going to be ready, and I think they're going to beat um, a depleted uh, Ravens team up pretty badly. Uh, now I've got Oakland plus three for one unit. And I'm also putting one unit on the money line, which is currently plus 135. I should also mention that plus three is at even money, um, as for Bet365 right now. 
Uh, I'm taking Indianapolis under 13.5 points against Seattle uh, for the game, which is currently at minus 121 unit on that. I'm also taking Kansas City minus 7. Um, the juice currently at minus 105. And then I have a three-team seven-point teaser. I like moving New England to minus two, Seattle to minus six, and Kansas City to even. Those are my plays. As I always tell you, um, all of those lines are currently right now available at Bet365. I'm not advertising for them. That's just where I get my lines because that's where I have the majority of my, uh, my bankroll. Um, as always, if you have questions or concerns, um, please shoot me an email at CaptainHandsomeSports at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at CPT underscore Handsome. Um, you can also find me at CrewRoundTable.com, um, where I'm streaming as part of a, a group of uh, like-minded foes like myself who have some things to say. I, I guess I would be the sports end, but there's a, certainly a bunch of interesting uh, stuff you can check out at CrewRoundTable.com. Otherwise, I want to thank you all for listening. As always, it's a pleasure to get to uh, talk about football, something I love to do. And uh, thank you guys to uh, who are replying to me. Um, have a great one, and good luck.